G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Now, you've had a big, 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 big week um, because you don't miss, do you? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you work for Ladbrokes, you have to perform at all the engagements that your bosses give you. You work for Chris Waller as well, and Chris says jump, and you say how high, um, and, and, and you do not miss. You don't miss a, a night out anywhere, do you? you? You can't help yourself. I can't, but it was my first full spring carnival yeah. down here, so it was one to remember. Um, gave it a good nudge. Um, had a lot of fun. Met a lot of great people. Um, first time down here in Melbourne. Uh, checking out the, the spring carnival scene. So it was very enjoyable. I hope everyone had a, a good spring carnival. Would have liked to have found a few more winners. But um, apart from that, it was a fantastic period. And, of course, now our attention turns to today. It's a, a great day of racing it, at Cranbourne and also Newcastle. Before it, we get to that, It though, was good for us last week, wasn't it? I want to hear him break down, though, his thoughts on the carnival, both on and off the track. Because this is the first time you've done a Melbourne spring carnival. So it's been six big weeks. What have you enjoyed? What surprised you? And what will you do differently next year? Yes. <laughs> Did you have a favourite day? How long is Did you sh- have a favourite day? Uh, I've got to be very careful when I say no, that. No, you don't. Um, We're all being honest here. I'm going to say Ladbrokes Cox. No, okay. Day. Apart okay. from that, seeing it's sponsored by Ladbrokes, what was your most enjoyable day? Well, probably the last day of the carnival. I actually enjoyed it socially. It was the first day of the, the nine days that I enjoyed socially. So... Adam and I went out to the races. We met a lot of people and, and got chatting about the industry and whatnot. So that was very enjoyable. We enjoyed a, a few beers and we enjoyed a good night. Sensational. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Quinny was looking for something a little bit. Mm. Yeah, but no, I was, I know I was, was looking, looking for something genuine, like I enjoyed this day for whatever reason, or this what, was not what I was, what was anticipating. Your I love the concept this. of Champions Day. It was great. Well, yeah. I love Caulfield Guineas Day, but I've done twenty five now in a yeah. row, so I'm I know what day works and what day doesn't. I love Cup Day because there's just something special about Cup Day. It's the one day where everyone in Australia has an interest in horse racing, which is something you. You always look forward to the final day at Flemington was terrific because the weather was so good. And that was something we were deprived of in the three days leading up to that. But the Caulfield Carnival was superb. The Cox Plate was just so magical. But I wasn't I wasn't being provocative. I wanted you to say this was different to what I thought it would be. Or I thought this would be more like this. or Because when you do something for the first time. No, you're right. You, you're in... But I think being from, from Sydney, Quinny, is that I actually really enjoyed how we just go from track to track to track. Like it actually flows the carnival here. Whereas I find that in Sydney, despite like they're, they're unique in their own way, but Sydney's obviously, you know, Rose Hill, Randwick, and then you might run a, a couple of times at the one track and then it switches again. And now look at this week, you know, we're now at the Hunter, et cetera. And then you've got the gong. So probably chops and changes a little bit more. Whereas I love the flow here. It's pretty, pretty simple to follow in the sense you've got, um, you know, Guineas Day, Thousand Guineas Day into Caulfield Cups, and then Caulfield's done all in a, a period of eight days. And then you turn your attention to the Valley, which is so unique. And of course you go back to back. You know, from the Friday night into the Saturday. And then the four days of Flemington, well, yeah, it speaks for itself. Um, it's you know, arguably probably the best carnival in the world. There's always that argument that we need to push the spring back. But I don't think, like, if you push the spring back, then what do you do in those on those Saturdays before you would say? So if we pushed the spring back, we'd probably be up to around, what, Caulfield Cup or Caulfield Guineas Day if you wanted to have the Melbourne Cup on the first Tuesday of December. Um, but what do you do in between that from football season? Because you can't go to all the big race meetings. Like it's a marathon. By the time you go to Caulfield Guineas, Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate, and then the four days at Flemington, 
it's impossible to to really go hard for all of those meetings. Well, it is if you're working in the industry, but if you're doing it as a racing fan, you might want to go to them all. Or a lot of people that I know that just love following the sport and love going to the races might pick and choose. They might go to one day of the Caulfield Carnival. They might go to Cox Plate Day, and then they might go to one day of the Flemington Carnival. So they've gone to all three venues, and that's what a lot of people like to do. Now, whether you spread it more, would those people go to more race days? I don't know. A lot of people are creatures of habit and do have a good routine. I know when I was a bit younger and a bit fresher with less commitments, I'd yep. go to every single day. But you've got all the time and energy in the world then. It's not quite the case now for a lot of people. I can only go backwards, right? Because uh, I did attend all days this year. So I think you're right, Quinny. It, it is a bit like that. And we are creatures of habit. But I think when you look at AFL Grand Final finishes the week before the Turnbull, that's really the start of the spring. I don't yep. really see what benefit we get out of moving it back, back even further. Now, tell me this. Would you prefer to have Sipping Classic Day today at Caulfield? And then do the provincial race meetings. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, so would I. Uh, as a program, no, just purely because of you know you got your cups, country cups, yep. the, the what are they calling now, the Queen's Cup. Um, I think it would probably come up just a week too soon. Okay. Yeah, but I like In the idea of, of keeping it keeping it metropolitan and yep. then mm. going out wide. Yeah, Ladbrokes Cranbourne Cup. Well, Cranbourne's a metropolitan track. Let's be honest. It's it's got the best trainers training from there. Um, so it's, it's, but that's the facility of training is correct. the track. Yeah. I, I, I think know. of it as more of a country. Yeah. Country. Cranbourne's not in country Victoria. No. You don't think? No, it's a metro. And Gareth's right in the sense of the, the trainers that have ventured there in the last what, yep. two years. It's unbelievable. And it's a fantastic facility, Cranbourne, in terms of training. And there's only going to get more and more trainers out there. And it's only going to continue to grow. So. No room left. Robert Griffiths told us during the week. Well, the door is shut. They seem to think that they're going to build more. Are they? Ladbrokes Lands, you'll have a few of them yeah. in there today. <laughs> Christopher John, where's he today? Who's Christopher uh, John? Chris Waller. Oh, okay. He calls him Christopher John. That's when you're really oh, in the inner circle. <laughs> He'll be at the Hunter, won't he? Um, I'm not sure that he will attend. I know in the last couple of years he hasn't attended um, the Hunter or the Gong. He probably He's probably just enjoying a bit of downtime, I'd okay. say, with his family. Well, he'd be still working, but he have just won't be attending. Have they got runners at Cranbourne today, the team? Uh, no, McTaggart was the lone runner and he's, uh, he's coming. He's out. Yep. All right, then let's have a look at the Ladbrokes um, Caulfield Cup, I mean, Cranbourne Cup market. Call sign Mavs at 11. It's been a long spring. Buffalo River continues to firm up at 8.50. Uncle Bryn, 3.50. Ironclad, 9.50. Visionary at 4.40. No effort, 17. Lightsaber at 16. Flash R at $18. No surrender at 50 to 1. I reckon no effort will be hard to beat. What do you think, Quinny? $17 each way? At those odds, I would not talk you out of no effort. I think looks a terrific chance. The one I've got on top is Visionari, the second elect, who was terrific winning at Flemington, then ran that brave fourth in the Crystal Mile. Drops in grade, big drop in weight. Daniel Moore should get a lovely run in transit, and I think each way all day there for Visionari. The money has been for the favourite Uncle Bryn, was terrific two starts ago, winning the Sale Cup. Has had a busy preparation, the trip to Sydney, and then comes back, but again, must be respected. Our playboy ride in the hunt, as you alluded to, support for Buffalo River. Finding Buffalo River a little hard to catch these days, but yes. there has been support. Harder catching Dan Cobby these days. <laughs> <laughs> and Ironclad's another one there with a chance. It's yeah. a terrific addition of the race. I agree with you that no effort looks a good roughy. I'll be having something each way on Visionari. Let's hear from Michael Kent Jr., the trainer, or the co-trainer of Visionari, which is the second favourite for this year's Ladbrokes Cranbourne Cup. It was a bit of a test for him too, I think, second up mile, heavy track. And... Um, He's come on a lot, so uh, it's a nice draw for him. He just needs to get around Cranbourne. He he did uh, change stride a few times around the tight track there on Tuesday morning for a gallop. We took him across the road and 
Um, I think it's a nice draw, though, where he should be able to get a nice economical run near the pace and um, be there to challenge on the corner. That's my concern, whether he gets around the Cranbourne track today. Well, it's one of those things, isn't it? We're not really going to know until they do it. Yep. So it does add another little challenge to it. Historically, it's been no disadvantage to be leading on this particular day as well. So I dare say that will be prominent again, but hopefully not too prominent where horses can't run into it. I want to get your thoughts on that, but I want to get your thoughts on Uncle Bryn as well, Dan Cobby. But first of all, let's hear what Natalie Young, the co-trainer, had to say about Uncle Bryn's chances in today's Yeah, race. look, it's never easy when they're coming back from a Sydney trip and they're on a week back up, but he's such a big, strong horse with a great constitution. And we haven't done much in them all week. We just had actually had him out at the beach the last couple of days and we'll take him for a hand walk tomorrow. But um, he's still got that good luster in his coat, so he hasn't taken too much effect from it. And unfortunately, it was just a fast Rose Hill track all day on Saturday and um, he just was probably a couple of pairs back than what we would have liked. Um, obviously, just relaxed really good for... Rachel King and um, but his sectionals were huge so and he really run through the line so um, yeah he, he should present really well. So there you go Dan how difficult of a Simon is that we see a lot of horses back up all the time and you know this is as well as anyone working for Christopher John Waller about sending horses down that Hume Highway so um, from Rose Hill to Cranbourne um, so, so from Cranbourne to Rose Hill back to Cranbourne um, what are you thinking there with Uncle Brent? It's a in this day and age, Gareth. It's a pretty good trip, to be honest. Um, it's it's fine in that sense. I don't read too much into it. Uh, as Natalie said, he wouldn't have done pretty much anything this week because he's got to freshen up slightly to come back to that sixteen hundred meters. And that was, you know, obviously rising off the back of the Sale Cup victory, which was very impressive. Um, he's, you know, he can rattle off some pretty serious sectionals. This horse, I think, you have to, you know, take into account the fact that he SP'd five fifty behind a couple of handy ones last week in in a, in a good race in the Five Diamonds. So, look, if he handles the backup, of course, he's going to be hard to beat. But I guess is that question mark? He was galloped on in that uh, on that occasion when he did close off pretty impressively. So, if he can handle the backup and obviously overcome you know, a few of those things and, and the travel, which of course he can, and he's. He's in a very astute stable. Of course, he's very hard to beat. He's short enough for mine, though, uh, in what is a pretty hotly contested race. So who wins, then? I'm with Ironclad. Um, okay. At each way value, I think the scratchings help him this morning. Um, you know, just with that smaller field, because he drew a sticky gate, it gets that little bit easier today. I'm not so sure he's going to necessarily relish Cranbourne, but all the same, I think he's second up going to the mile, which I think is his pet distance. Um, I loved his return to the Linlith go behind Old yep. Flame and, and Poland, and I think he's a great each way bet around that ten dollar mark. Twenty, yeah, I'm um, Fizanari. I I will be putting Ironclad in the quaddy, but just uh, the interesting point you make there, Dan, with the SP profile for the favourite you mentioned was five dollars fifty in the feature race last time out, but the start before its sale was an eight dollar mm. chance. So it is interesting where somewhat snuck under the radar at sale and won really impressively. The start before that was beating a cricket pitch at Caulfield. That was in a hot race, the Turak, obviously. So the pro SP profile has been interesting because yep. it was almost snuck under the radar when winning so well at sale and then was really well respected behind the likes of Ellsberg last time out. So yep. maybe a little over bet, but yeah. one of the leading chances. Yeah, no, I agree. I think just the fact that he finished so far down the track in the in the Turak mm. and I guess with Bermudez being so hard in the market in in the sale cup, he sort of had to start yeah, true, you know, that $758. And I think it was hard to really firm off the fact of his run in the yeah, two rack. Bermudez was crunched in the sale yeah. cup. It was. You were doing some great work on racing.com <laughs> that day as well. 
but I think, you know, when you're looking behind Ellsberg and Laws of Indices and you're SPing 550, um, yeah, a pretty good race. I think that's why he has to be his favourite today. So Uncle Brent, remember he was the horse that in the all-in market with Ladbrokes on the Monday before the Memsey, he was 100 to 1. He, I think he only started $8 there. Um, he was heavily supported and he was completely out of his rating, out of his class. They took the punt trying to think that like they could get into a group one after he trialed really nicely at Cranbourne. Yeah, he's spot on. And he's, he was, remember, he was relentlessly backed as well on Fian Day behind Military Expert. He was yeah. really well supported in early markets. And they remember the track didn't really allow his profile to come from behind where Military Expert was hard on speed. Yeah, and he still and ran was, second, of still course. still ran second. Um, yeah. Look, he's had a good campaign, obviously, with that win in the Sale Cup. And, you know, he gets a chance to take out a you know, home cup today in the Cranbourne. So who are you with, G? I'm with no effort each way. Each way, yep. That's big odds. So I've got a few whispers for you at Cranbourne today. Oh, I love that. Um, Bit of local mail. First race, Rabbities, pretty handy two-year-old. What are you hearing from the hut there at uh, Flemington for Cadolphin? James Cummings? No, I haven't heard much, to be honest, but I'll tell you what, they've got a good operation. Um, and look, we know that they've had a fantastic record with these two-year-olds in, in recent years. So... I wouldn't be shocked to see them you know, feature prominently once again. In the three-year-old, Sky Fierce, and maybe he's a legend each way to take on this favourite, Dunkel. Well, I know Quinny's in the camp of Dunkel, so I don't want to pot him too much. But I, I saw the race very similarly. He's a legend with scratch for this race, um, and I think it's a great chance. And Skiffios, I guess, coming back in grade, so to speak, I think um, is also a great winning chance. So Dunkel, I think he's short enough at a dollar eighty. Quinny? Moral the favourite. Right, Best bet on the program for Love mine. it. Um, Port Phillip, $2.40. Is he a bet? Don't know. I think he is. Not sure. Uh, what did you make of the Yeah. Oh, I could make a case for, but I'd probably want a fraction better than what's on offer. Who's going to beat him? Well, if, that's if, a good point. And if, the high emotion form obviously stacks up incredibly well after the R Melbourne Cup. Royal Crown's a um, Jericho horse. The awesome son, I reckon, is a better chance, the Royal Crown. The others you can't have. Kissinger's just a non-winner. One, two starts ago. Yeah, but that was a fluke. He's a, <laughs> he is a non-winner. And Noble Heights back onto a firm track, he maybe, but please. He yeah. can win. I think. Anyway, I think he'll It's not really win. a race I'd want to attack. I think there's a few question marks, a few of those at the head of betting. Good money so. for Kissinger. Yeah, there is. Yeah, well, you can 270 into 225 yeah. on race day. Oh, he's a <laughs> Kissinger. <laughs> I love Lindsay Smith and I love Brad Spicer, but please. Um, I'm not a fan of Kissinger. Where's Jackson? He's just getting ready to chop up some audio to put about, this out here. What Kissinger, about, non winner. Tag Uncle Lindsay in. Yeah. Ta tag Brad in. What about Grace? She should be winning. Yep, agree. Been safe for this. Dodge yep. wet tracks and whatnot. This is a perfect race for her. What about um, the Mare's race? That's a tough race. She's all class 450, Cardigan Queen 40, 480. She hasn't won since she won that two year old Magic Moons at Wine. That's near yep. two years ago now. So. She's yeah, she's probably tested the patience of many, but I loved her run two back. I think if she can repeat that, she's in the finish here. Once again, she's all class. And we know on her day, she's very classy. So she's just got to put it all together. But she gets a good setup today, 1,400 metres. She'll love Zari on board, um, of course, from a good camp. So I'm with her. After you give us no confidence whatsoever with Sulcum the other day, <laughs> the former mm, import Put the slows on it. One like Firelap. Um what about this former import Braden Star for the busted and young camp that's got horse that raced against horses that had good form lines um, around Sulcum? So surely, when you look at that, that's good enough it's for terrific. a race like this. Yeah, it's it's a very good form line, isn't it? I mean, only won its first start last time out, and then came across to Australia and some heavy hitters there in the ownership as well. They know what they they are doing. We've seen them run really well first up. They sort of what. 
were touted as not staying top, sort of the middle distance types to join the Busset and Young team. So looking forward to seeing this galloper today. Good market support and does look hard to beat. It's not a strong race, Gareth. So no. I think if he's going to show up in Australia, it's certainly, again, it can definitely happen. No it, Mick Gurren in the ownership. That's the most surprising thing. No, that's interesting, isn't it? I thought he'd definitely get a share. The devil? The devil. <laughs> what about um, Aaron Bay in the last? It's the favourite 320. And, geez, Midwest is very quick. But could you take 310 about him at Cranbourne? Well, I can, one thing I can say and give a bit of insight to the punters here is that Iron Wars is a second elect at $5.50. Currently, 38% of the hold in the Ladbrokes book is with the second elect, Iron War. Okay. Aaron Bay, first up, is going to be interesting. Has never won previously in three attempts, but has jumped out well recently and does. It's going to be interesting to see what they do there from the wide draw. Yeah. All right, then. So your best at Cranbourne, Dunkel, Dunkel. into Greece. Uh, 10 out of 10 bet on Dunkeld and then sort of an 8 out of 10 bet on Greece and something each way, Visionari. They're right, my three then. bets for the day. What are you doing, D-Copy? I think the bankers, Greece. I don't want to take a dollar eighty-five. though. I think if she got out to beyond even money, I'm keen to play her. Not so sure you'll get it, though. She's all class, the other, you know, the next best bet of the day. And I'm keen to play on cloud on each way basis in the cup. All right, then it's uh, 22 minutes past 11. Gareth Hall with you, Dan Cobby, Nicholas Quinn. On uh, this Saturday morning, this is a race card brought to you by Ladbroke's Mates Mode. Ladbroke it together. This spring carnival, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time for a break. And then we'll preview Hunter Day at Newcastle straight after this. The way this voucher, he yep. went to the venue three times in the last week just to make sure it was Correct. a good prize. Yep. What are your thoughts there on the Osborne of the many venues you've visited in the last fortnight? Well, as you said, I went there three times to just to, to see what the go was. And I haven't given Hamo the receipts yet of um, no. my adventures there. So we'll discuss that next week. But um, great venue and one of the best in Melbourne. I've never seen anyone walk up and down the stairs like you did the other night. Unbelievable, Dan Cobby. What, the strut? Yeah, the strut. Um, do you know who I am? Racing manager <laughs> for Christopher Racing John Waller. Racing manager for Chris Waller. Yeah, unbelievable. Hunter. Now, and as one of our listeners has just texted in, give us something, Dan. <laughs> Come on, Dan. Give us something. Get off the fence. Yeah. Well, I, told you, I told you there's nothing in Melbourne today. No, so. we're, up, we're, on to, we're up yeah, to right. Newcastle, mate. Hang We've on. got Apache Chase. But I don't at, have the finger on the pulse, Gareth. Yes, you do. Apache Chase at $8. Joe Overpass Taylor at no. $15. 11-11 at $9.50. Gem Song at 13 In the Congos had good support, four eighty. Valana at four sixty. Ingratiating at 20, Bandersnatch at 15, Lions Rule 90 to 1, Skylab at 40 to 1, Skyman at 14, Swatstad at 20 to 1, Tycoonist at 20 to 1, Arameo at 50 to 1, Gravina at $18, and Brutality at $18. So, Newcastle, as Chris Nation pointed out, when it's a good four rails and a true, you want to be probably in the first half a dozen at Newcastle, especially in a race like this. So, what are we doing, Dan? I'm backing in the Congo on the race yes. because he will be there. I'm um, going to be on speed. I think he's a great winning chance. I know he hasn't won this preparation, but he's going well enough to suggest that he can you know, bounce back to the winner's circle here. Clark's a fantastic front-running rider. I'm keen to play Gemsong as well on the race. There's a bit of a saver. I think she can run a really yes. good big race. So, Chris Lease. Look, Villana's been best back, though. He's been 60 to $4.60. Continued interest in that galloper. Um, Where does Nash get to from that gate? I think it's okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. He's a very good rider. Now, whenever we're socialising, all mm-hmm. he does is tell people he works for Chris Waller. And right. now there's an opportunity to find the listeners a winner. And he's like, oh, we don't have anything. Well, I'll tell you what not having anything is, Gareth. What? 19 runners today across Kembla Grange, the Gold Coast, 
We have Scratch from Cranbourne. We are at Doombin and we are at Newcastle. And then we kick off around the country again tomorrow at Geelong and also Newcastle yeah. if we want to add another I'm four runners. So we can wait. We can wait for them. Well, okay. <laughs> we're happy to wait. But, I mean, you can't, you can't do nothing but big note, basically, that yeah. you work for Chris Waller. <laughs> and now there's a chance to find us a winner and you've gone quite surely. Can someone let me out of this studio? Surely the leading trainer yeah. in the world that you work for is bullish about something. And we don't discriminate. We back them at the Gold Coast. We back them at Cranbourne. We back them at anywhere. Now, you make sure you give Christopher John a call because, first of all, we need your tips for the hunter. I'm with – it's a tough race. Um, I think I'll leave it up to you. Maybe in the Congo there's some mail around for Gem Song. Um, Nick Ashman was tipping Tycoonus the other day on Giddy Up. Um, What other tips for Lana Dean Watling's can on it? So there you go. Even Apache Chase on pace if Jimmy Byrne can get across from that wide gaze. So what are you doing, Quinny? I'm going to have something on number three, 11-11 each way. Okay. Second up today, model of consistency. I think we'll be coming down the outside and sometimes you can see the race totally blend at this Newcastle track. And if it is a high pressure race, I'm hoping that happens. It's obviously an incredibly open race, but 11-11 for me each way, something small at the bigger odds. He's a good man, Gregory. Gregory Hickman. He made his way into the Ladbrokes Lounge on Cox Plate. We still don't know how he got in, but yeah. he was in there. Um, he walked up to the door and said, do you know who I am? Um, he's a good man, good trainer as well, and he's got a good chance as well, Quinny. But yeah, I'm keen to play uh, in the Congo, and as I said, I'll certainly be saving on Jim Song. I do agree with Nick Ashman as well. I don't think he's the, the worst chance uh, is Ty Kunis. That's Trained by Chris Waller. He is. Yeah. Jeez, they're quick he's on a, me. Quick a, on the button. The lad's out the back. I literally just said 11-11. They've already put the tweet out. Yes, they're very I was deep. thinking, am I live here? Yeah. Or is it, am Serious I... question. Can, before this ends throughout the spring, can we get Jackson and Hugh in here and really create a bit of a, a festive vibe? Yes, you can if you can want. Can we get them in here? Yeah, they don't we'll... look too thrilled by that no. suggestion. Oh, can we get Jackson and Hugh in and whoever else really wants to come yep. in? I really create a, a bonanza of well, you know, yep. punting bonanza. They can answer the Chris Waller questions that you Correct. refuse to. Anyway, 11.31, we'll take the news <laughs> and then we'll come back and get your best bets, Nicholas and also Dan, at Newcastle today. Frankel's been well supported, they tell me, for Newnham and Schiller. Um, Sound of Cannons at a big price, our candidate. And you've got um, Fun Fact and Cucaracha. Is that how you pronounce that horse's it name? Is, yeah. At $7. What are we doing there? I'm keen. Best bet on the program for me, King Frankel. Really? Um, love what he's done here in Australia. Um, finds another super race. He's been placed to perfection so far from Mark Unum. And off his credentials in Europe, I was sort of had a question mark over where he would line up in Australia. But... From what he's done so far, he's hard to knock again. He comes from a good camp. He's down in the weights. And I just think there's a few convictions around those around him in the market. How much will it cost me to go and get uh, my mare served by Frankel? Oh, I tweeted that during the week. You did. Yes. It was a great tweet. Thank you. I've it's had a good less, week. Still less than Dubai week. I've had a good week. I think tweeting the footage of the bloke at the cricket with the full drum set was the highlight. Not sure how he got the full drum yeah. set into the Adelaide Oval. but I sent Quinny a video probably four weeks ago. <laughs> And he then tweeted it, and it's had like seven zillion views, and he had about nine hundred retweets on it. Which and I got and I got zero credit for it. Look, that did happen. It's the first time I've ever had a video get over a hundred thousand views. So you've done well there. <laughs> yeah. What was it, the Venezuelan Derby or something, yeah. when the jockey and he's literally pushed, him off. pushed oh, another okay. jockey off? 
Well, yeah. sorry, I shouldn't say a leak. It wasn't, The yeah. footage was horrendous. It was a leak tweeting. It was a leak tweeting. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Thank no, you. You're a tweeter these days. <laughs> I am. Um, Going to try and stay relevant. So, Bonnie Ezra is my tip in race, or Dean Watling's tipping at big time. What did CJ Waller have to say about each chance? Is J-Mac aboard? Um, Global Osbred's a good horse for Brad Whittap and Huey Bowman at 280. But, geez, I like the way that Bonnie Ezra hit the line the other day first up for your camp. Yeah, it was very good, wasn't it? Good uh, good run in the Falante behind Dye Miller. Looks a nice horse and will only pr- improve here second up. I still think I still think he'll be better over further. I think you'll see him probably, you know, really relish over probably, you know, close to the 2,400 metres. But all the same here over 1850. Finds a super race second up at 1850. They're tipping save a date for me. <laughs> Quinny, what do you think about that? Any Anything to report on that omen tip? No, save a date for me. I was just laughing at Dan Covey when I was looking at Have it. Have you set a date yet? Um, not quite. I think it'd be April or May, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So 370, um, Tommy Berry, Johnny O'Shea, your thoughts there? He could have a good day, Tommy. I might check what odds easy for the jockey challenge because yep. most of his runners are certainly... I think you'll start longer. That's my... Assumption there was save a date for me. I yep. think at three three fifty to three seventy today. I think you'll continue to get out. Um, I think there's a bit more debt to the race than than him starting three dollars fifty or around that mark in a race like this. Uh, Robusto is very good in not a necessarily a strong race last time out. Drawn a little bit sticky. He's going to need luck. Redina back onto a dry surface. I think it's a great winning chance. He'll love Hugh Bowman going aboard because he's a horse that's a little bit lazy uh, in his work and he, he needs to be asked for an effort. So I think with Bowman going on, he'll he'll certainly know that. Kazalark's a horse that promised a bit. He's been disappointing, but he was very good last start, so he's got to be a chance. And there has been money for Token Capitalist as well, who's been 16 into 9.50 okay. from Nisham. So really open race. For me anyway, I think the booking of Bowman for Redina going back onto a dry deck, I'm happy to play him around $6. So Huey Bowman would be a great rider for you then? I need more than Huey. <laughs> <laughs> so, Quinny, what are you doing? I'm going to have something each way at longer odds on number five, Token Capitalist from the Nisham okay. Stable. Chad Schofield in the saddle. Has been racing really well. There has been market support. Should get a lovely run just off the speed. Again, not going to go nuts, but just poking around at the double-figure odds. Can Waihaha Falls carry 61 kilos? Yes. He's only a small horse. Waihaha Falls created a lot of um, conjecture this week on Twitter, didn't he? Why? About oh, not getting into the field. Yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Rubbish, but anyway. It is uh, a little bit. It's like that I wish I win. He didn't do enough. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry. He didn't I'm with do you. enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, like, on. you can't just get into the bottom of the weights for a handicapper because you're better than Oh, because you're going you, well. Yeah. Well, you, That's you haven't got fair. that rating. You know That's the program. Correct. Um, it's pretty simple. Because everybody would do that, and everyone down the bottom of the weights would be winning. you got to go and prove yourself. I think he's vulnerable at 270. Personally. I just think just because of the weight, that's why he's not a, as as Johnny O'Shea. In fact, this is what Johnny O'Shea had to say yesterday when I had a chat to him about why ha ha falls. Here's Johnny O'Shea. Mate, I'd say why ha is you know our best chance all day. Like he, he's a really progressive horse, and um, you know wherever he runs, he's going to be hard to beat. So yeah, but before that, he said that he's a little concerned about the no, weight. No, I like that bit. Wherever he runs, he's going to be hard yeah. to beat. But I mean. Let's say he starts $3. He's going to win that race more than one in three times. So I think today could be the day. They've had a really big opinion of this horse since probably 15 or 16 months ago because there was a point there where actually that they were trying to get him to the races and get him sort of going mm-hmm. to try and get him into an eagle. It sort of, you know, he, he didn't do it last preparation, but, oh, sorry, last preparation did this, the preparation before that is. And then we saw the best of him at the end of last preparation. He ran second to Bryn the Ransom. Then, of course, he, he won back-to-back races at Randwick after that. So was very good in a hot race last start. 
of course, he's got to carry the weight for that. But I think it's face, you know, he's going to face his challenge with that weight, but he's come back in fantastic order. And it's going to be one of the better form races for these types of races going for the Sydney Stakes. And adjourns an interesting runner in the last former import now, import with Chris Lees. It's been well supported. J-Mac rides for Australian bloodstock at $5, commanding at four fifty. But that is a tough race to get out on, on Hunter Day. Yeah, you want to be ahead going to the last, Correct. I think. It'd be a nice one to stack for the quaddy as well. You can make a case for a lot of them, but yeah. Um, Leave me yeah. out. <laughs> it's probably a very, very tough race. What are you doing, Cobb? Um, by this stage, I, I'm hoping to be queuing rack. But um, if we are going to get out on one, it's going to be 1A. All right. What about commanding, though, $10 into $4.50 from the Snowden Stable there? <laughs> We've seen a few big moves from the yeah. Snowden Stable uh, over the spring. Who's the best punting stable at the moment? As in terms of... Like, what stables are if getting If the money's on, you want to be on correct. them. Correct. Who's delivering the goods as a punting stable? That's a good question. I love... I wouldn't necessarily call them like a, a major punting stable, but I love Mick Price and Michael Ken Jr., I think they're a fantastic state. So what, if their horse is firm in the market, yeah, you like it? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and they're not necessarily going to pull off major plungers or anything like that. But I think as a punter, I think they're certainly yep. in a shoot camp to, to follow. Um, there's a few others, but probably a few that aren't necessarily, don't necessarily have the horses at the moment. But yep. um, I would say the Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. stable. Quinny? Well, I mean, SJ Miller's pretty decent yeah, over in the well, West. When yeah, the money comes for his, you know they're going to run. He's run probably well. the best I've come across. Yeah. Only, yeah so I'll give you one. Yeah. Out wide. Like really out wide. Yeah. Port Macquarie wide. Neil Goldbolt? No. Nah. Paul Shaler. Okay. Paul Shaler, ex Chris Waller um, assistant trainer up in Brisbane. He's now yeah. out on his own. He's very, very sharp. Great horseman. Any in today? Don't know. Have, a look in, have a look in the ad break. Let's and we'll, have a look we'll and see, see if, if they've trimmed up. Tag says Paddy Duff's always really good in Queensland. Yep. He never misses when they back one. So let us know. 0499 736 736. Your favourite punting stable. When the money is on, they rarely let you down. We'll take a break and we'll preview Ascot because it's RJ Peters Day, Colonel Reeves Day there as we get set for their carnival, which starts well, basically today, really. But the pinnacles officially start with the railway on Saturday week. With you, all brought to you by Ladbrokes Mates Mode. Lab broke it together this spring carnival. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I love Ascot. I can't wait for this Saturday, Quinny, which is today, by the way. <laughs> they've done it beautifully, I reckon. If you didn't correct yourself, we weren't going to. No. Like, it is Saturday. You were right. Don't yeah. doubt yourself, G. No. Play with confidence. Now, they've done it beautifully, Perth, and um, Perth Racing and, and Rawa, which is racing wagering Western Australia. The last race, race nine, you can, the theatre will be unbelievable here. Devoted at 2.20, wide gate, pike back aboard, the Cerise and White. It's been heavily supported, all in markets to win the railway. It's a second favourite for their, their most famous race, the, the railway stakes, the handicap over a mile. If he doesn't win Devoted, he doesn't get in to the railway stakes. Will he win? No, he won't. <sighs> last of the line um, is a good horse. Maps beautifully. SJ Miller, he's a star. When he gives you the green light, I reckon you have something on. B Parnham at $11. The other horse relies too much on luck. And there's a lot of slow horses in this race. He'll be off and gone. B Parnham. Just speaking of that, Gareth, he's the second elect in the railway, as you said, and yep. needs to win to get 100%. in. If you look at the railway market as well, you're sort of looking from about fifth or sixth down the page. There's a lot of 
Eastern status. So there's a question mark still whether they're going to get on the plane or not after their runs today or even well, whether they Well, if you they go through go. them, I can tell you if you like. Well, I can tell you the fact of what, for example, what Ironclad, he still needs to get through the run today and still make the He flight. won't go. That's what I'm, I'd say. Yeah, no, I so I can tell you the horses are going. Um, where are the future markets, Ladbrokes? Well, here uh, we Alaskan go. God's favourite, $4.60. Of course, the Derby winner was very yep. good on the Asian Bow first up. Now he's going to you know, attack the railway second up. But away from that, as you said, if Devoter doesn't get in, it falls away pretty quick. I've had something on Steinem. So you think she'll go? I texted you, didn't I, Quinny? You did. Steinem, she's definitely going. And this is how bad it is. Um, where is this horse? He's our Bonneville won't get in. They want to go, but I don't think it'll get a start. It'll be at the bottom of the waves. Um, something on winning partner at 100 to 1. It was it's okay. Game, it? Yeah. yeah, it was okay there at Flemington the other day. Like, it's it's difficult to beat the, the locals, but even last of the line, you could have something on that horse and the quick backup. I think um, terrific placement from the, the Mara and Eustace camp to send Steinem over. She's been a little bit frustrating, but she's got a good race in her. And I guess, you know, being a mare by Frankel, she's very well bred. It's going to be her chance to get a, a big one, so to speak. So yep. no surprise to see them going with her. She was fantastic in the matriarch at, over the 2,000 metres. She has to come back and trip, but I'd say it'd be no problem. So, Gareth, I think it, yeah. Spot on in the sense of you know, taking a ticket and her in the all-in market because there probably is a few question marks over those yeah. at the head of affairs. I think there's a horse by the name of Cascadian that'll turn up for a wait for a 1800 meter race that might be hard to beat in the northerly, Quinny. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Cascadian's absolute class and sometimes when the absolute top liners go across, they're yep. mighty hard to beat. And I think, again, that could be the case. Just just very quickly, we're racing at Rickerton today. Have you seen Daniel Stackhouse? Yes. He's gone back over there. He's raced at one races one, two and three on a $9, a $3 and a $6. So yep. keep an eye on Stacky. He's on fire at the moment, Stacky. And he can party, Stacky. Unbelievable, the Kiwi. Um, Graham Biggs, Dad, where you can follow with confidence when it's backed. His strike rate is awesome. Yep. Um, not so much now, but Mike, Mick Kent had more horses when they put the money on. He was lethal. That's Michael Kent Jr.'s old man, old Mickey man, Kent. Yeah. Um, what about a, a race like the Colonel Reeves? You've got Pulele that might turn up for Godolphin in the winter bottom, but most of their stars like Elite Street and even Red Cam Man are competing there today. Mm. Pulele, if he turns up, I think he's a bit of a stone that comes sometimes is thinking about it. Um, I reckon a trip away might just wake him up a little bit. Spot on, and you can often see that Gareth, you know, with these horses, with it, when a profile like his, and you know, I guess he's set up with his, um, with his manhood still, it can stimulate them. So, look, I think if he was to re- repeat his dose of his you know, Scalacci win, that was very good. And I know he was, he's been disappointing in terms of a market perspective since, but you're spot on. I think it could stimulate him, and if he, if he, if he travels over, which it sounds like he will, yeah, it'll be very, very hard to beat over in the West. Key trade in the first. They're tipping at Ascot today. That's Terry Layton. Will be hard to beat. We'll need a ride from Kira Yule. Get back, but um, shouldn't be far away. Simon Miller tips Stella Vista. He's his best each way chance today. Um, race and race. Yeah, that's race two. Horse number, what's Stella Vista? Horse number five. So that's a good push. He's got a couple of nice chances there. Been four twenty into three dollars eighty. Okay. Um, other races at Ascot today. If you're playing um, all day session, he's not one of mine. But William Pike rides inside gate. It's a raised day. It's favourite at the moment. But um, yeah, they're both horses that I would take on. But I, I maybe all day session at the price for our man Ashley Maley. There's been um, some specking in this race at odds here, Gareth. Kenny Luck has been 19 to 10. Okay. Likewise, Gemma's son, 19 to 10. So 
Uh, they're playing a few. There's currently a 15 cent deduction from those opening quotes, but still a little bit of interest. I've got a horse that's got a small share in Holy Enchantment at $9. It can't win today, but back it for the Perth Cup. How many shares have you got? Um, no, I know. Vampy at play will be winning. Race in the Champions Philly. Race six, number three. Race seven, it's a tough race. I think Elite Street's the best sprinter in WA, and he'll prove it. So why that. are you against laced up heels? Um, because I think the other horse has been unlucky. Okay. I think one of those two will win. And then last of the line to defeat Devoted. Rickon Race is called off, they tell us, Quinny. Yes, I've just what? seen that. And a uh, few unhappy no people. Yeah. He's design. the best tipster in Australia. He's just walked well, it's in. A big, it's a big, uh, that's Tag a massive started. shame. Second best. He's Who's the best then? Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> I love it how Tags, we get these emails. You're not allowed, to, not allowed to take anything away from the kitchen. Yep. Um, he's just taking half the kitchen with him. Yep. Red Bull, He's giving me juice. a nudge, a, a, a run for the money with the energy drinks yeah, here he too, Tags. Um, boys, it's been a lot of fun. Hey, enjoy Cranbourne, Ladbrokes, Cranbourne Cup Day. And get on, um, well, she's fast in the dogs tonight in the shootout. What about she's a pearl? Oh, no, she's you're going to upset a, a few pretender. people. I don't oh, a her. pretender? Yeah, she's not, she's not, she's not as good as, um, yeah. well, she's fast on Victorian soil. Hang on a sec. Is Jackson, is he tweeting this out? He is yeah. too. Can you no, clip don't Well, do she's fast. She's a pretender. No, well, she's fast. She's better than she's a pearl. Oh, sorry. She's a pearl. You've said he's a pretender. No, she's got to prove herself in Victoria. You just said she was a pretender. Yeah, um, I don't know. There's something. I don't, I'm not a, like, she's a pearl's a very good dog, but I think, well, she's fast better. Isn't it great to see the, the vibe around greyhound racing at the moment? It's fantastic. Everyone's yeah. talking about it. It's a great time of year for it, obviously, and uh, tonight's going to be another great you night of You've got to have a bit of fun and debate that a little bit. And the trots tonight, I think you just backed Emma Stewart. Amore Vita a little later on. How many pits are you having tonight? Well, we love it. We're three coders. We're three coders. We never stop. No, there's a winner in every race and yes. sometimes two. You you and gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Have a good day. We'll catch you again tomorrow.